emotions are energy in motion. You have to let it flow through you. You have to go with that flow for you to be able to process and move forward as well. Hello, supers! Welcome back to Paano Bata the Podcast, a Spotify exclusive produced by me, Bianca Gonzalez, and Anima Podcasts. We just wrapped Trust the Process, which is a special series focused on empowering you in your career journey, whatever industry you're in. And today, October 10, on World Mental Health Day, we're launching a new series on mental health called You Matter. I get so many letters and messages from you supers with questions about how to deal with your anxieties, emotions, and overall well-being. So I am very happy to get to share this series with you and learn alongside you. So every week here on You Matter, we're focusing on different topics. And today, we're starting off with that first step, acknowledging whatever we're going through and opening up. Paano ba yon? Let's get right to it. Kanino ko ba pwede sabihin at paano ko sasabihin? Paano ko mag-open up? Baka maging pabigat lang ako sa kanila. Nag-share nga ako, medyo nahirita naman ako. I want to tell you that you matter. Welcome to this Paano Ba to Mental Health Series. For this episode, I'm speaking to Kat Trivino, the co-founder and head of content and communications at Mind Nation, a Filipino-founded mental health and well-being organization. They provide mental health support to teams and individuals and holistic and needs-based therapy programs. Kat's advocacy in mental health actually started because of her own struggle with anxiety and depression a few years back. And I think so many of us will be able to relate to her story. This is my conversation with Kat. Usually, I get this question, kanina ko ba pwede sabihin at paano ko sasabihin? But I guess I'll backtrack a bit. Um, we often hear, and it's even a K-drama title, diba? It's okay not to be okay. And of course, it's normal for all of us about to feel low, to have down days, to, to be sad. But how do we know if nandun na tayo sa point na parang I have to share this with someone? I can't bottle up all my emotions. I have to open up na. Right. Yung term na it's okay not to be okay, That's it's, it's a very, very healthy kind of mindset that we should all have because for the longest time, we have always thought um, that having negative emotions, whether that's anger or fear or guilt, are negative emotions that we shouldn't be feeling. And happy talaga lang dapat. I don't know if you've ever watched Inside Out. That's the very yes. core of that story, diba? Where she was pushing back the sadness because mm-hmm. they were, she was always thinking that this person can't be sad. And it's important to hold space for when you're feeling these negative emotions because that's the best way for you to overcome um, difficult challenges or move forward, Mm-mm. right? Now, the next best question which you, which you shared, okay, now I'm feeling sad. When do I know it's already too much na yung pagkasad ko or I need to talk to someone already? The first thing that I recommend and, and what I want you guys to remember is that there's no timeline for it. I can't say na, ah, kailangan after two weeks, over ka na dyan, or that mm. you're, you need to talk to someone already. If you can talk to someone or if you have the resources available to talk to someone about it immediately, whether it's just starting or it just happened, do that. 
it's important to be able to vent it out or to release it right away and have someone to process with. But if you can't do that yet or you don't have the space, don't have the time or don't know where to go just yet, it's okay to be processing it by yourself. That's why we have journaling. That's why we have self-help or meditation or mindfulness exercises. So clear sign when you do actually already need the help na parang hindi mo nakaya is when you are being a harm to yourself already or you're being a harm to others. And oftentimes, the way we don't get to recognize that for ourselves. So if someone is telling you, maybe you need to talk to someone, that's already a sign that you maybe you need to. Maybe you should start already. I love that, that it's not time-based. There's no parang checklist na, oh, ito na, kailangan ko na mag-open up. It's more of, well, first you said nga access. First signs pa lang, but you have a best friend na safe space, pwede ka nang mag-open up. But yung, I guess the marker is really, what's the word? Harm? Parang if you're yes. harming yourself you're, or harming... Harm to yourself or harm to others. Yeah. Yeah, if you feel like it's not healthy for you anymore. Kasi even with negative emotions, we have different coping mechanisms, right? Yeah. And some for some of us, it can be as easy as, oh, you know, getting something, a comfort food to eat. But if it's already contributing to, you know, you're already, it's already detrimental to your health. Harm doesn't have to be in the most extreme forms. It can be a difference already in your attitude or a difference in your demeanor or mindset na feel mo na, na like there's no hope. Um, it doesn't have to reach the extreme for you to see that it's harmful for you already. Um, but by being able to see the changes in your habits and your behaviors, yeah. those are already clear signs that you need to talk to someone about it. Yeah, we'll go to that, talking to someone about it. I think about it. It's like it's so overwhelming. Like, how do you even put how you feel into words? Lalo na kapag parang it's overwhelming, right? If someone listening to this has been wanting to open up to someone, kanino natin pwedeng sabihin at paano pwede sabihin? Right. I'll give a little story first about how I actually started with my nation because I think this is a perfect uh, example of what had happened in my journey that can possibly help others as well. Mm-hmm. When I was starting off with learning about mental health, I was really the type of person that was so career-driven. I just focused on work and I didn't like dealing with my emotions. If things were getting too overwhelming, I would probably go to friends who um, oftentimes were looking back probably not the best uh, people to to seek advice from because we just want to go out. We just want to to travel and just like push our negative emotions aside. It came to a point that everything just started piling and piling. We have to remember that our emotions is emotion, energy in motion. It has to be flowing through us. Mm. It has to be something that uh, we recognize and hold space for. Because if we bottle it up, eventually it's going to, like anything we bottle up, eventually it's going to burst. And during that time that I was bottling it up already and like it was one thing after the other, I couldn't pinpoint anymore where my stresses or where my sadness was coming from, all I knew it was generally, I felt sad. I felt like I couldn't do anything and I didn't know who to go to or talk to. I felt I was unworthy to talk to friends. I, I feel like I couldn't open up to my family because I was also the eldest na parang, you know, you have to be the one that has everything together and you're holding it together for a lot of people. So it's difficult to be in that space. And 
it really took a couple of friends who were going through the same thing to for me to recognize that, okay, it's normal and I can actually talk to a psychologist about it. I can seek help and it would be okay for me. And during that time, it was very hard. I It was hard for me to Google where to go. There were no organizations like My Nation that made it easy. I had to go to the sulok ng mga, ng mga hospital to be able to reach like a recommendation from someone else. And in, it was in that journey where I found the challenges and how mental health care was so inaccessible for many Filipinos and many women like me as well. And it was so hard to talk about it. During that journey, I, I have realized along the way that it's important to keep talking about it, just to reach out to and discern which kind of people or who are the right people to talk about my problems with. Uh, the issue also on cost and accessibility and of, of getting the right help is also a big issue that we're also trying to address as an organization. But now we have all of this access already and you can actually get the kind of help that you need and ask for the expert that you need um, for the situation that you're dealing with. Yeah. I think when we're already in that space that we're trying to figure out what to say or who to talk to, rule of thumb for me is to just go direct first with an expert because these psychologists, these therapists are trained to really be able to put some method to the madness and just allow you to share whatever it is that's on your mind. So on the first day of my therapy, I was just rambling and I thought that I didn't make sense. My psychologist was able to put um, structure to it, was able to identify the key issues. It took a couple of sessions for us to understand what the root cause And that's their really their job and that's their expertise. And that's why we go to them because they're able to understand what's going on in our head and put even put a name to it, whether you're diagnosed or whether they tell you about certain issues that keep recurring. That's one of the greatest benefits of going to an expert. Yeah, well, I also, I think a few months ago, started seeing a psychologist. I get what you mean. Like, I thought na ang daldal ko lang, na walang sense yung sinasabi ko. Pero after, meron siyang assessment that really, like, blew my mind na what? Yeah. Ito pala yung, yung pinagdadaanan ko. But of course, we're having this conversation kasi gusto nga natin, I guess, tanggalin yung stigma of seeing a psychologist or a psychiatrist or an expert, a mental health clinician. Mm. And usually, like you mentioned earlier, parang your gateway to getting there was talking to friends who were going through something similar. Do you remember, like, paano mo sinabi sa kanila? Maybe someone listening to this might get ideas on how to tell someone. Well, at that time, it was very visible what I was going through. So I'm really glad and very blessed that na may mga friends ako that really took the time to put me aside and say, hey, what's going on? And, and hindi sila yung type na would just tell me to just not think about it. There are some that will sit down with you and really ask you what's going on. And depending on my level of trust with them, I opened up. It's something that you're seeing with a friend, a very close friend, a quick check-in does so many wonderful things. They may open up, they may not open up, but that starts um, something within them that there's someone that's looking out for them. And when when they said, na, how are you? I started off with little stuff and then eventually it just went on to a full-blown discussion of how I felt like I was out of control. 
with these friends, we have to recognize also the boundaries in our capacity when being able to help others and the importance of being the one to connect them to the help that's needed, which is why I advocate so much that even though you're not going through something, try to seek mental health help. It doesn't hurt to check in so that it becomes more parang mas kapani-paniwala when, when, they, when you tell them like, oh, maybe you should seek help. Because it was those friends that actually went through the sessions already and got that experience that, who were able to tell me that it, it's okay. It, it's, yeah. it's normal. I can refer you and it's actually good and it has actually been helpful. Mm-hmm. When people say kasi, oh, maybe you should seek help, and they've never gone through that themselves or they've never experienced going to a therapist. Um, Why? Why would I do that? Or what's wrong with me? Why do I have to seek help? Exactly. But by being able to say that it's it's a normal thing, that I do it also, and it's helpful for me also, it changes the way that people who are going through a difficult time see therapy as well. So if you don't have those kinds of friends, I suggest like right now you really make a conscious effort to surround yourself with people who are good for your mental health and who are able to put you in that space where you are constantly improving yourself as well. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for articulating that because you're right in that I didn't think I wanted to see a psychologist like as a regular mental health checkup until the more I spoke to friends who have great lives, they seem happy, they're okay, but they do see a psychologist. And parang you're more like, hey, they look okay, but they're seeking help and taking care of their mental health. And that made me feel like maybe it's something that I can do too. So you're right in that. Absolutely. Yes, normalize taking care of our our mental health, just like we go for a regular dentist checkup or a regular flu shot at the doctor. Yeah, it's it's something so common and we tend to forget that everybody is going through something and you know not everybody's living perfect lives and even on social media it's so easy to forget that because it's filtered, it's curated and it's mm-hmm. so easy for us to compare ourselves to everybody else and think that you know I'm not worthy of seeking help or I'm not worthy of so and so dahil eto nga mas madami yung pinagdadaanan niya pero kaya niya pero ang ganda-ganda pa din niya and that kind of comparison, especially on social media, is so unfair. Mm-hmm. But when you really talk to these people who seem to have their lives together and you get to go in depth into what they're going through as well, you begin to realize how normal it is for people to go through very difficult things. And the more that we recognize that it's okay to seek help, just like you would go to a lung specialist for your lungs, there's someone for your brain. And it's not it's not just a neurologist. It's, just, it's also someone that can help you process emotions because these control our behaviors, our habits, who we are, how we think, and how we perceive um, our purpose ourselves. So by being able to take control of that and managing that is very important to our overall health. Yeah, yes, overall health. That's exactly the the word I was going to say. I wanted to back it up a bit because we were talking about having that group of friends or people close to you who are good for you, yeah. right? Who who help you improve. And I get this a lot. I get a lot of letters of people who say this na parang I want to open up naman talaga to my family except na what's stopping them is ayoko maging pabigat. 
I don't know if it's a Pinoy thing, but yeah, a lot of people don't want to open up kasi ayaw nila maging pabigat sa ibang tao. So yeah. what would you say to those of us who feel that way? Yeah, that's actually what I felt when I was thinking about opening up to others. And I don't want to be a burden to them. Parang ang dami na nilang pinagdadaanan. And even, especially for, kunyari lang, panganay ka. You don't want to talk to your siblings about it because you dapat yung may strong. Yeah, strong. Ikaw dapat yung dependable and they're the ones that are opening up to you. What would they think if biglang mag-open up ako na may pinagdadaanan din ako baka hindi na nila ako i-trust. There's so many of those things that go in our heads that are completely normal because we always want to seem as if we're so put together and that um, especially when we're the ones that we are being dependent on, people are depending on us it's hard to open up. It's all the more hard to open up. But um, the way that I think about it is that by being able to normalize talking about our concerns our, and developing that trust with others, it bridges the gap and, and normalizes the conversation of overall mental health that everybody's going through. There are going to be days that I'm going to be going through something. I mean, there are going to be days that my friend is going to be going through something. We have to be aware also if they have the capacity to it. So that's why I make an effort to, when before I open up, I ask them, okay, I'm going to open up about something. Are you in the headspace for it? Are you... Okay, because we can't just dump it on them and expect them to absorb whatever we're feeling and expect them to have good enough advice. If they're also going through something that we don't know about, they're not going to have the best advice or probably it'll weigh heavier on them as well. If they're extremely empathic, which is the last thing that you wanted to do in the first place. So by being able to ask, uh, allowing them to, to make that decision also if they want to take in your concern, if they want to listen to you, that's an important first step. Just asking them, are you okay to me opening up? If they say yes, then that's the good a good sign to start. But if you feel though, and you're completely sure that probably that's what therapists and that what mm. that's what our our psychologists are there for because they have the capacity to do that they have the capacity to receive your issues they have and they're in the best place to also give you the advice or put you in the right headspace for na hindi naman na affect yung ibang tao right yeah as a last point that i wanted to ask you a lot of times, because nga, mental health talk is only being normalized now, a lot of people don't know how to answer, right? And we can't control what other people say, but we can control how we react. So for example, we do open up to someone and they tell us the usual things we hear na, wala yan, dilipas din yan, or yung mga salita that sort of make us feel invalidated. What is your advice to those who hear those words? I recall this in my journey as well, when that wasn't, uh, it wasn't so being discussed so much, um, and and especially in the workplace, which is why uh, my Mm. nation as an organization values also mental health in the workplace, is because especially at work, they don't want to talk about it. The traditional um, way of thinking when it comes to work is you leave your emotions out the door. You come in, you work, that's the only thing that you do. But during the pandemic, the lines have been blurred and we come to realize mm. that we can't 
compartmentalize na rin us as a working individual versus us as human being with emotions and we're going through the same emotions as much as everybody going through isolation or sickness etc and we can't separate them because of that transition it was so hard for um, organizations bosses to also come to terms with the fact that emotion or mental health does have a space in the workplace yeah. so during the time that I was going through it I would hear things about like you know just suck it up it's not important at, at work you know it's not a real thing you chose for that to happen and those were very hurtful for me because I felt like okay um, I'll just suck it up because I think that I'm just being sensitive or weak mm-hmm. and I don't want to be perceived in the workplace as someone that can't handle mm-hmm. um, big roles. Mm-hmm. What will this say about my promotion, etc.? But it was with that journey where I also realized that there are really people that probably don't know, have never experienced it. Good for them. But by being able to understand deeper that they might not have a the capacity or the awareness, the level of awareness that you're having right now, they may not be able to express it in the right way. They may not be able to know exactly what to say. It helps put things into perspective and gives you that more space to understand what they're going through as well. Maybe those are scripts that they have in their head that have they have been taught by their parents that emotions are not a thing, etc., that they're just sharing onto you. And the more that we recognize that other people's perception, other people's reaction says more about them and what they're going through versus it is a personal attack to you, the more that we are able to hold space for it and understand it and separate ourselves from that reaction. And when we're able to do that and recognize that, okay, this is more of how they feel about it, it does not in any way invalidate or make my problem or my feelings or my emotions any less real because your emotions are valid. That's the reason why we say it's okay not to be okay. The more that we are able to control what goes in our head and the more that we are able to to be kinder to ourselves and say that, okay, this is a reaction that they have. I can take the next steps to do something about it. And the next time we're able to come to an understanding. That's why we talk to people who can give us that light, share like the brighter side of how we address our feelings. Just a reminder, this mental health series is meant to raise awareness and share advice and is not a substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Mental health is one of those issues that by simply talking about it more can help so many people, right? To know that what we are going through can be worked through that whatever this is, it isn't permanent, that we are not alone, and that help is available. It's such a huge help. So yes, let's keep on talking about our mental health, our overall well-being, and I would love to hear from you. What you learned from this episode, any questions you might have about mental wellness or your personal experiences too, you can send me a message or tag me at IamSuperBianca on Instagram, Instagram Stories, or Twitter. Please also follow Paano Bato on Instagram and you can join our community of supers, the Paano Bato Komustahan group, our private Facebook group. 
This is Paano Ba the Podcast, a Spotify exclusive produced by me, Bianca Gonzalez, and Animal Podcasts. And to anyone who wants to start their own podcast, check out Anchor and join the growing podcast community in the Philippines. It's free and super easy to start your own podcast. Till our next episode, stay safe, stay healthy, and well, supers! Bye!